Do I look like Rockbridge's new community development coordinator or what? You're gonna do great. I've got plans on plans on plans. Rockbridge slides, scorching hot sheets of metal. If I get the job, I'm gonna swap out these prehistoric butt burners for plastic ones. Walk it off, Alex. Plus, Cam Fam Eats is about to take off. Whoop-bam! I got plans on plans on plans on plans. Cam Fam. It looks like it says Cam Fam. I did not notice that before registering the name. You want to join? We need a little youth demographic. Kind of a big day. Gonna poke the skunk. Y'all know what poke the skunk means, right? Obviously. It means no results. Feel my boy, it has been too long since you spent the weekend. Nanaji, I'm so sorry. I thought... You thought wrong. Joining me on Moving Radio today is Scott Townend, writer, executive producer, and co-creator of the CDC series Run the Burbs. Uh, if you aren't watching it, you, you should really check it out. I found it incredibly enjoyable. It is currently in its second season on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Or, of course, you can stream it anytime you like on the CBC Gem app. The Calgary Underground Film Festival has a special event on Tuesday, February 7th at 7 p.m. at the Globe Cinema for episodes six and seven of this season right now. It's like a little preview, if you will. And as well, on top of that, Scott and Andrew Fung, the star, writer, uh, executive producer, and co-creator as well, is going to be in attendance with Scott at the Globe Cinema for Q&A following this special sneak preview of the episode. Scott, welcome to Moving Radio. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to have you. I When I started digging, I was like, I know I've seen some of this stuff, but I don't think I've ever talked to him. So uh, this is nice to kind of get this in for sure, because I'm always like, I need to talk to everybody in Edmonton. It, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's my goal. I'm trying to track down everybody. So let's talk about your beginnings here. Before we start getting oh, sure. to run the burbs and stuff like that, we want to know a little bit more about you, right? You know, you can cover things like maybe where you started, if you want to talk about school and stuff like that. You can talk about, you know, you've done promo videos, with rapid fire theater here. You worked as a cameraman on the smallest documentary forever is a long time. And also uh, you co-directed a documentary with Kate McKinnon, McKenzie, pardon me, uh, The Secret Marathon. So let's let's hear about early Scott Townend. Well, the early, early is, is I did the film program at SATE uh, in Calgary. And so I grew up in Edmonton, but uh, did the film program at Satan Calgary and then moved back because I was broke. So, you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> uh, and I started off as an editor, freelance editing uh, for mostly my classmates. You know, the producer director types from my class were starting to pick up projects and they needed editors for those projects. And so I was doing a lot of uh, a lot of freelance editing and and quickly realized that it might be beneficial for me to start producing and and directing and shooting and writing and doing all of those things because then I could actually make a, a career out of this myself so I started doing it all and and did a lot of commercial corporate work at first and kind of you know got my footing uh in the industry and and in Edmonton and did a lot of work for you know government Alberta I did work for University of Alberta lots of universities uh, and just did tons of corporate work kind of doing as much as I could for uh, any time I could, I could create something for the screen, and it really helped to uh, to solidify my 
my uh, skills, my technical skills so that I could focus on storytelling. Yeah. Did you find that working in that realm of, I know nobody's probably like, Oh my God, so much joy in corporate video. <laughs> like at least the rapid fire ones, when I watch them on your website, I'm like, oh, I know those people, they're great. And I like, that's at least fun. Yeah. But uh, you know, do you just feel like you're like, you, you got to kind of do a little bit of time in the salt mines, right. Before you can get out of there and really kind of like put in the hours. Right. Is that kind of what you were really doing? Trying to I get know. your 10,000 in. So you were ready for it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe more than 10,000. Yeah, I did it for about a decade, really. But I started because Andrew and I, so Andrew Fung, who, who co-created the show with me um, and stars in the show, uh, and I, we used to make comedy shorts with our buddies in Calgary. And in Edmonton, we'd do them for the, the Calgary Underground Film Festival was actually one of the first places we ever screened one of the comedy shorts that we made together. And so we're doing like stuff like that all the time on the side as well. So it's kind of doing both. And then I started incorporating comedy into my corporate videos more and more. And I kind of got into a little bit of a, like with the rapid fire theater guys, kind of got into a little niche of doing that for a while. You got to pay your dues to a certain degree, but just, I, I always thought of it as nothing is ever going to hurt my skills. The more I can do, the more I'm going to learn, the better I'm going to be at telling stories in general. So any opportunity to create and you're getting paid to create. I mean, come on, it's, it, you got to take it. We're speaking today on Moving Radio with Scott Town, and we are talking about a very special event that's going to be happening at the Globe Cinema on Tuesday, February 7th at 7 p.m. It is episode six and seven of Run the Burbs at that theater. And then also uh, Scott and Andrew Fung, who you've referred to already, who is the big star, I guess. Right? <laughs> He's the big star. He'll be there with you at the Globe for a Q&A following the sneak preview of those two episodes. So you kind of alluded to it a little bit, and maybe let's talk about this relationship with Andrew, because I think anytime that, you know, you're going to have a creative duo or even a creative group of people working together, um, there's got to be some seeds kind of planted before that route. So you talked a little bit about those comedy shorts. That also lead, led me to looking back at some of the things you've done and sketch it's kind of a film that I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw this like a <laughs> bunch of years ago at EIFF, but maybe I'm wrong. Or it was it was part of the submission stuff that I was watching because I was like, I have. know this. You may and, have. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about maybe how that relationship started, how you connected and how you've kind of like, you know, created this really fertile relationship now where you've got, you know, a CBC television series in its second season and probably with more to come. Oh, we hope more to come. That's for sure. I don't know. Andrew and I just really hit it off. So, like one of my buddies from film school was friends with some of his friends just from high school and from improv. And so we all kind of got together and, and I was doing more of the technical, you know, I was shooting them and editing them and, and working on the writing side and doing more of the, the filmmaking side. And they were all just loved being on screen and being funny and the improv side of their their that's what they wanted to do. And so it created this really great thing for all of us, I think, where we're just having fun together, making these little silly videos for film festivals. And it ended up turning into us doing an improvised uh, feature length film called Sketch, which um, we did screen at a couple film festivals, uh, but it's it's terrible. You should, nobody should watch it. <laughs> no, but it was what? fun. It was a lot of I'm fun gonna... to make. Still watch it. It's okay. I didn't feel that way when I saw it. I would have been like, oh, God, this. Oh, <laughs> oh Scott. 
I don't even think you can see it anywhere. It's not, it's not a good idea. Don't 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 look for it. There's a, there's a clip on YouTube. I'm going to tell you right now. And I was yeah. like, oh my god, I have seen this. <laughs> but yeah, so- we just became fast friends, you know. And and uh, I I always used to stay at my buddy's place who I went to film school with. And I when I went down to Calgary because we do a lot of these projects in Calgary, and I'd sleep on his terrible couch, and it was awful. And Andrew, one time, you know, we were starting to get close. He's like, do you want to stay in my place? Like, I got a spare bedroom. And I was like, oh, God, thank you. Yes. <laughs> and so we just became really good friends. And like, I'm, you know, the godfather to his children now. And, and uh, I, you know, stood up for him uh, as, a, as a groomsman at his wedding. And we just, uh, yeah, really became best friends and, and eventually got to a place where, you know, I had done the, uh, the Secret Marathon. I finished that documentary. I'd worked on a few other documentaries as well and and kind of was in this place of wanting to get into the scripted side because that's really why I went to film school and had spent all this time, you know, as I say, building my chops and, and working on my uh, on my creative. And he was in the same place. He was he was, uh, you know, doing Kim's convenience at the time. He was still on Kim's and uh, but he wanted to to start developing something. And, and so we we sat down one day and and just started writing and you know wrote a pilot partnered with pier 21 films pretty quick and got somehow a development deal from cbc and wrote a couple more scripts and put a writer's room together which actually had racky in the writer's room of that very first uh version we were in development and then cbc bought the show somehow it was all kind of happened in covid too it was it was wild yeah, that, that kind of leads me to uh, the next question I was going to follow up with is kind of the creation of the series itself, with it being born during the pandemic and you, Andrew Fung, and uh, Reiki Moore's area, who is the wife on the show as well, and some other writers kind of just all in separate places, almost like the virtual writing room. Do you feel like that kind of process of being like isolated and then writing and coming to the table, all that stuff was helpful? Because I'm sure you're like, oh, it's a family sitcom, but we got to find our twist and like what is that what's going to establish us and make us different because we can't just rely on being like oh well andrew's recognizable we got to find something that works for all of us and i love that it's not just you know uh, a vanity piece either it's really about the entire family as well so talk to us a little bit about the birth of the series maybe like the evolution of it to where you're at now with season two the evolution through covid was very like before we sold the show was very interesting because you know we had we had a, a concept for a show and then basically got it, uh, it optioned by Pier 21 Films who, who wanted to work with us to, to try to sell it. And at that point, we were building this show Bible and, and what we wanted to do with it and everything kind of shut down from COVID. And, and so when CBC actually gave us the development for it, we were all at a distance and uh, had to build this thing over Zoom calls and and meetings but i mean the flip side was we were doing it from across the country too because andrew's in toronto at that time and i was in edmonton and so we were able to build the show together from the other side of the country and uh the technology kind of made that possible in an interesting way and and COVID happening weirdly like as, as terrible as it was also stopped all of my other paid projects and so i was able to like focus fully on writing and developing the show and so yeah when we got the development from cbc it was to put two scripts together and we put a writer's room together which actually had racky in the room 
which was incredible because she then auditioned for Camille and just just killed it. And we knew that she had helped us build this character and there was nobody better to play it than her. Eventually sold the show and cast the kids. And it's not just the Andrew show. It's it's about the fams, the kids, and even the neighbors and, and the, you know, the extended relatives have become this key part of, of it's the burbs. It's a show about the burbs, you know, it's not, it's not just, just one person. It's, it's everybody. Well, with Run the Burbs too, what's interesting is when you have a series, you kind of have this, hopefully, a, a long stretch of time to really cultivate, explore characters, uh, bring in new ones, have people evolve, you know, in a way that you never really get that chance when you're knocking out a screenplay. Or maybe, you know, you do in a very small way in an editing bay when you have a documentary and you're like, okay, I'm going to put this all together and see what this looks like. That's a really interesting process to me. So as much as you're like two years in, uh, there's been probably a lot of growth. Talk to me a little bit about that creative process of taking something like a, a series like this and really continuing year after year, episode after episode, getting more and more focus on who these people really are and the relationships between them. What's that like to be the curator of that or co-creator? I'm not going to lie to you. We learned a lot in season one. You know, we I've been in a ton of positions on shows. I've been, you know, a camera operator on shows and worked in, on, the, on the writing side and worked on the post-production side. But it's a different thing when it's when it's your your baby. And so Andrew and I, and same with him, he's been you know acting and just crushing on Kim's convenience, but it's a whole different position to be in when it's your project. And uh, and so we leaned on our showrunners. We had a different showrunner from season one to season two. Um, but both of them just brought incredible storytelling to the table. and we learned so much from both of them. Shelley Zargami was our showrunner season one. Uh, and Anthony Q. Farrell was a showrunner season two. It's it's such a team effort. You build it in development and you think it's going to be something and then you get the order and you have to now create 12 episodes. And these characters change and evolve as you're going through the season. And by the end of that first season, you only just feel like you have it figured out. <laughs> I think season one just gets better and better the further you watch because you can see us start to put the pieces together. We We hadn't seen the characters on screen when we were writing until halfway through the season when we started to see cuts coming back then you're like oh that this is how we need to write for this person and the, the actors really influenced that for us uh so we felt like we kind of got a grasp of what the show needed to be at the end of season one and then season two was just like diving in and playing and having fun and and i think it, the show is really starting to shine in season two and the arcs that we had developed and the character growth that we have over season two is so much fun and it's just set us up for hopefully many more seasons to come because I think it's just getting better and better as we go. Speaking today on Moving Radio with Scott Townend, writer, executive producer, co-creator of the CBC hit series. That's right. It's a big hit. Just embrace it, Scott. Run the burbs. <laughs> you can watch it on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. or you can stream it on CBC Jam. Or what we're really talking about today is the fact that you can go see him and Andrew Fung at the Globe Cinema in Calgary on Tuesday, February 7th at 7 p.m. for Q&A and a screening of episode six and seven. Let's talk a little bit about this event itself because I think this is kind of unique too. A lot of times it'd be like, oh, here's our premiere. We're going to do that. And you're like, no, no, let's do six and seven. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's a timing thing or if you're like, they're honestly, those are the hot ones. Uh, but <laughs> they're all maybe, hot at this point. Come yeah, on, <laughs> of course, of course. Sorry, uh, no judgment here. They're all great. It's a unique opportunity to connect with the audience, which 
I don't know that you always necessarily get to do. Uh, maybe it happens when random people come up when you guys are shooting. So what does it mean for you to watch it with an audience and talk about that experience? And also part of it is, you know, kind of discussing you as an independent Alberta filmmaker to kind of talk to an audience who's interested in what those lessons are in creating and developing a series. How are you feeling about that? And what are those things that you're like, oh, I am so wise. I have lots to give from the mountaintop. Or you're like, I don't know what to tell you guys. It's, <laughs> it's a difficult path. It's both. Um, it's definitely both. I'm really excited about it. You know, I think it's kind of like a, a coming home for us in a lot of ways, because like one of the first things we ever did together was was a short film at Cuff. Uh, and so it's kind of cool to be showing our now nationally broadcast television show uh, for an audience at the same film festival. I don't know. I think it's that's kind of unreal in a way. And it's still you know, makes me pinch myself and it's like, is this, is this actually my life now? It's amazing. And I think there's lots of things that we can answer. And I'm always like, occasionally I have some, some students or just graduated students from the state film program reach out to me. Be like, what was, what was the process like? You know, what, what, how did you get from where you were to where you are? And I think it's, it's really valuable to have those conversations and and to just talk about what it takes and that, you know, there is a huge amount of luck and <laughs> there's, you know, people are pitching projects all the time and we definitely don't have all the answers, but I love talking to people about the film industry and creating unique stories. Cause that's really what it all comes down to in the end. I think if you can tell a good story, it's going to resonate with people. It, it, that's what matters and what scale you do that on. Hopefully it grows and grows, but Whatever you can do, if somebody's watching and enjoying it, you, you, you kind of won, I think, when you're in the film industry. And there seems to be a little more focus, maybe maybe at least just from Alberta being like, hey, stuff is done here. Like, I know people would get excited when it's like, oh, my God, Brad Pitt's in town. But it just seemed like larger projects were much more isolated. And, and now I feel like there are so many really solid kind of independent projects on top of series like your own that are being filmed in Alberta. And of course, people are talking about ad nauseum last of us. Oh, look, look, this is right here in Calgary or this is here in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whatever gets people excited. I'm very cool about that to be like, Hey, more people shoot here. It is clearly more focused in Calgary than it is here in Edmonton. Do you feel like there was ever a moment where you were like, I think I'm going to have to permanently leave. Or do you feel pretty comfortable now where you're like, I'm very lucky that I'm able to stay where I kind of grow up, where I went to school, work on projects here and have that latitude to be able to travel. Has it been nice to be able to, to feel like you could make something here in Alberta comfortably and that you could support with that? Just to clarify, we do shoot in Toronto. So the production Sorry, yeah. of Run the Burbs is in Toronto. So I do go out. Uh, for that, for the for the production, and I'm back and forth all the time. I think we're we're in a really interesting place right now, especially with all the projects that are coming to Calgary, because a lot of uh, productions come out for the landscapes and for the scenery that we have. But it means that the crews here are getting work, and it just means our crews are getting better and the talent is getting better. And I think Alberta is is a great place to be making film and television and. I, I can only see it growing and growing with the way that the trends are going because the crews are, are fantastic and the talent out here is fantastic. 
And so I'm in an interesting place where I'm split because I just have to go back and forth between Toronto and Edmonton so much. But there, there was a, one, once upon a time, there was a time we were talking about shooting it in Alberta. And it was literally came down to all of the crews were busy on other projects. <laughs> and so we're like, well, because we when we actually got the order, it was a really tight timeline for when we had to start shooting. You know, funny enough, we, we were talking about whether we could shoot it here or not. And it came down to the fact that it was too busy. <laughs> and That's... so we ended up shooting in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, Which is well, unreal. Like even when I was going to film school, I that was that seemed unheard of. Which was 15 years ago now. So, well, let's uh, let's hope it grows more and more. Our guest today has been Scott Town, and we are talking about his series "Run the Burbs." There's a very special presentation of episodes six and seven that he will be attending, as well as his co-creator, uh, also uh, executive producer, and uh, the star of the series, Andrew Fung. Uh, this will be at the Globe Cinema in Calgary on Tuesday, February 7th at 7 p.m. They'll show both episodes and then there'll be a Q&A where you can deep dive yourself. Like if you're jealous <laughs> of the time that I got to spend with Scott today, don't worry. You're going to get to pick his brain. Too. Come out. Ask me some questions. Andrew loves questions. We, That's right. we both we both love to talk about it. Yeah. 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 And so it's you- a sneak peek too, to, to your question about six and seven. Episode six comes out the next day on air so it's it's one day early but seven that's a whole week early so you know it's a, it's a sneak peek at two episodes that are unaired so far that's right for for all the, what are the burb fans called are you calling them uh burberries berberites burbsters burbies there's the, the burbays there's, the oh, right. there's a an instagram account called the burbays that that i think they've they've become <laughs> the uh <laughs> Official, unofficial fans of, of Burbs, yeah. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to have to follow it. that now. I love it, yeah. <laughs> Scott, we really appreciate the time. Enjoy the show. Can't wait to see what else you got coming up in the future. I know that the series has you ridiculously busy, probably a lot of your time, but uh, you know, always excited to see what else you're going to come up with too because I'm sure you've got other things cooking. Not just necessarily, uh, what is the, what's the sneaker show that you had on your website there with Andrew? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had, we had, I don't know uh, if that's an old, yeah, I don't know if that's an old promise, but I'm like, yeah. That was okay. So that was actually Chasing Grails was a series that Andrew and I put a little sizzle reel together for. And then we actually had it uh, optioned by another production company. And then it sat on a shelf for six months. And, and because of that, we were like, well, we can't take it back, so let's work on a scripted series. And that's actually how Run the Burbs started. So we had this other little travel show about Andrew going to different cities, you know, digging into sneakers and sneaker culture in those cities. We might go back to it at some point. I think that'd be a fun one to do still. But I've always got something cooking. You, you never know, how, you know, that, that's the Alberta kid in me. It, 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 <laughs> you don't know how long the thing you've got is going to last, so you better have some backup plans. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I am horribly jealous. Andrew can live a life that affords him 500 pairs. Uh, <laughs> but I would say a good quarter of my Instagram is, is shoes. <laughs> it's I'm, the slight difference between us. I think I have six pairs of shoes. I know. <laughs> I'm just envious. I'm just like, oh my God, those are fantastic. I'm like, how did yeah. you get those old shoes clean? It's really, it's a perverse subculture of addiction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Scott, thank you again for all your time. Hope to talk to you again soon. Run the Burbs. Check it out on CBC Gym uh, or just on CBC Regular and go to the Globe and see these guys and uh, and soak up 
uh, all the fantastic humor, but also knowledge that they're going to give you. Thanks so much.